Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Every morning from 6 to 10, it's the Mike Kelter Show. And now, back to Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. Roger and JP, 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio, 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025 with the phone numbers. At Roger JP, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to like us or friend us or whatever. And then you can uh, comment there. We'll see them uh, all during the show. Real quick, Tara on line three. Hey, Tara, how are you? Hello, Tara. Welcome to the program. So, which is why I'm calling. Can you Tara? hear me? Hi, Tara. Yeah. Now we can. can Go you ahead. Hear me? Yes, we okay, can. Good ahead. morning. And I'm actually awesome, thanks to you guys. You too, Monica. Um, I wanted to call in, and sometimes it's hard to get through, but I wanted to call in this morning. um, Back in August, by accident, my doctor found out that I had a four-inch tumor in my right femur bone. Oh, my goodness. And it turned out to be stage four diffused large B-cell lymphoma. What? And so the reason I'm calling, I know, right? My knee kept buckling, and so he's just for, like, giggles. They did an X-ray, and they saw something. And they did an MRI, and oh, my God, it's huge. Um, so they rushed me, like, the next two weeks into surgery. They put a rod in for my knee and my hip. And then I started doing old-school chemo um, two days a week for about seven to eight hours each day every wow. three weeks. Um, Is that what and chemo takes, seven or eight hours? After. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, some of the medications had to be hand-pushed in. Oof. And it was, it was some heavy-duty stuff. It was our yeah. job that old mm. school chemo. And the reason I wanted to call y'all, not to like be a bummer or nothing, but I wanted to let you know that you guys, plus a little bit of the morning show, really helped me get through all that chemo. I mean, I just love Monica. And I Aww. love you guys too. Even when you guys aren't there and Mo's there, I know you don't want to hear about the Eminem show, but your chemistry is fabulous. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying, you guys That's have great. me laughing up in the Cancer Institute. I've got tubes all hooked up and people are like oh. looking at me. I don't have any hair. I don't have any eyebrows. Oh. And I'm just laughing. So, I mean, thank you so much for doing what you guys do every day. Big props to Spencer and um, wow. Hoppy for going to the office. And my mm. hair is finally growing back. My eyebrows are back. Oh, good. Uh, I mean, I just found out I'm good. So, I'm in remission. So I just want to call and say thanks. So you, you went from, awesome, and I probably Tara, have done it without you. you went wow. from stage four to remission? I had stage four diffuse large B-cell lymphoma because right. it was inside the bone in my blood. It literally ate about five holes in my femur bone. Oh, the doctor had gosh. said the only thing holding my leg together was the tumor. Because when they did the biopsy, they didn't even have to drill. They just put the needle through a hole that was already there. And then they ran the, uh, they put a screws and a rod in from my knee to my hip to keep my bone from breaking. Right. And then I literally did R-CHOP Thursdays and Fridays every third week. And then I had to do two months of radiation. I still have the little dots on my leg. It was about four inches in length. It was so serious, so yeah. Right, yeah. so you had holes in your femur, all that stuff, and you didn't feel sick. You didn't feel the sick only at thing all. That you I were just felt, JP. My knee kept buckling when I was walking, 
And so I went to my primary and he took an x-ray of my knee and he said, there's something at the top of the x-ray that doesn't look right. Let me take another picture. So then Mm -hmm. he took a full x-ray and then he said, oh, God, I need to get you an MRI. Mm -hmm. So then I did an MRI and then he sat me down and said, listen, I'm not an oncologist, but I'm pretty sure that's cancer. So then the next day I went and saw an oncologist. Mm -hmm. My parents were up north by you guys because I'm originally from New York, too. They're up Mm -hmm. north with my sister. Uh, found out it is a very bad case of diffused large B cell lymphoma. Mm-hmm. So you must it be was aggressive. It was spreading. And so we had mm-hmm. to start chemo like ASAP. And so they went ahead. They put a port right under my collarbone, which was not right. fun. And then they started pumping yeah. me full of all the old school cancer stuff. Oh, Hair yeah. fell out by the second week right. after the first chemo. So now you went from that, from stage four to be completely cancer free and in remission. I'm not saying cancer-free. I am in uh-huh. remission. That okay. is what my oncologist says. My last PET scan shows there's something where the four-inch tumor was, but they're thinking it's the remnants from the chemo. Okay. And it hasn't spread anywhere else because after the third PET scan, they saw something in my right lymph nodes and they saw something on my spleen. And I told the doctor, listen, if there's something on my spleen, take the spleen out. I don't need it. There's right. certain organs you don't have to have. A spleen oh, is one. Of, I don't even know what a spleen does. Take it. I don't want it if you need <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Apparently the spleen you know, is I there. Can I, without that. I believe the spleen is there from back when we used to eat wood. <laughs> I don't you know. know. I mean, they yeah. could have taken that. I'm not much of a drinker. They could have taken some of my liver if they wanted it. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever you need, right? Just tentatively. Well, yeah. good luck, Tara. And you yes. guys totally helped me. Monica, I'm serious. I love you, girl. Keep your oh. head up. You I know wise. you don't have COVID. Yo, you, you should totally make it. And I'm out. with you. I'm not a Brady fan either, Monica. I don't care if you ah. get My loves Brett. Loves him from the past. I'm just like, yeah, he's just me. You know? Well, take, I'm glad you're feeling better, Tara. Take care and stay in touch, thank okay? Thank you for letting me call in. I know this wasn't your topic, but I really wanted to say thanks. That's all right. And Let thanks, us... Happy. Thanks, Spencer. Tara, you just made everybody's day. Yeah, you Thank you for a great phone call. And stay in touch with us. Let us know how you're doing. Yes. Of course. I, you can't keep me away from Monica. She's like my idol. I love All her. Right. I just love her. I love okay. her. So we'll get updates Tara, about you from Tara, Monica. raise your bar. Oh. You, need, you need to raise, oh. you need to raise, raise your hero bar. And I would be, Micah's like right behind her. It's Monica, then Micah, and then everybody else is meh. <laughs> I'm Jewish. I can say that. I can say that. I'm Jewish. Take, take, you can say anything you want, what you've been through. Take Nobody care, will Tara. ever take any offense. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That wow, is such that is a story. One a strong woman right no there. No kidding, Some right? Strong that, woman with a fantastic attitude. That's amazing. That's a mood, that's a mood lifter. If you wonder like, if how she got through it, I feel like her mood, besides obviously they did all the right stuff quickly, but you feel like that attitude and that strength, like you said, mm-hmm. that she has, Monica, has to be part of what yeah. gets a human through that You know stuff. what I it think? has to be. You want to know the truth? I think we cure cancer. The show cures cancer. That's what you got out of this. I think we're a cure, well, and we're about to get a giant raise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that is that it? Well, hang on. I'm talking money now. Then right, she did exactly. say specifically she like she said she liked me. That so woman. No, like, she said she loved the show and she liked you too. But oh. here's the deal. I don't know like, if I heard it that I, way. I, exactly. I feel, well, I we'll go you. back. We'll pull the tape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She said she loved the show and she loved the morning show mm-hmm. and together we helped cure her cancer. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Who else one, that's a um, that's a if, hey, John Brennan, if you're listening, that's a promo right there. Mm-hmm. The bone cures bone cancer. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right. Alex, a long one, Alex. <laughs>
Hey, guys. How you doing? That was a pretty inspirational story, huh? Right? Sure is. Mm-hmm. No kidding. We got nothing wrong with us. Yeah, that's, be, that's impressive. You better be good. Go ahead. Well, she must, she must, yeah, thank you. Well, I want to talk about the COVID I've been trying to get through. Yeah, I'm up? sorry about your morning, guys. That's really terrible, I, and I pray for them. Mm. Um, I just, um, I'm so advocate of why are we are just not shutting down? Why are we waiting? We're so much speculation. Is it this? Is it that? Second wave, first wave? Why are we waiting till it gets so bad like we did before mm. when we're, we got the knowledge now, you know, we know what's going on, and it's so much if. I just don't understand why the governor has not dialed back you know, mm. uh, at a minimum, but we're not. And we're all speculating it's because of the second wave. Maybe it's because of the first wave is flaring up. And then they're talking about it's older, younger, passing away. I just met a guy last night, his 37-year-old father died within three weeks from the COVID with no, with no health issues. I mean, so why are we dialing back? Why are we waiting and letting mm-hmm. more people testing positive? God forbid more people die. What is it going on? We know it's here. Why? Alex, I have to be honest in watching the whole thing and, and in New York when we had our, uh, we were called the epicenter at that point. I mean, everywhere you looked that went right, they shut down hard. I don't know what that physically takes to do as a whole state of Florida, but I mean, JP was just talking about New Zealand yesterday having zero because they shut down their country. And, you know, when we had it, other states had shut down harder than we did and quicker uh, because they, I mean, the state of Rhode Island wouldn't let people from New York drive through their state. Like, so I, I don't know what that. makes well, your governor, your what go- makes certain governors do it and certain governors not. It, it depends on every situation is, is completely different. And so DeSantis is still treating us from New York, the tri-state area, like we're the ones with the cooties. You guys <laughs> right. have more cases than we do. Right now. It's changing over right, right now. Right <laughs> now, New York State has the least amount of COVID cases in the country. That exactly. seems insane. As of yesterday. Right. As of yesterday. And, and it's been a tight shit. Yeah. And everybody's speculating, guys, but, uh, you know, it's it's the second wave coming. It's the first wave flaring up again. What does it really matter what it right. is? It we know it's here. We, we know it's coming. People yeah. are dying. You know, people are testing. Why are we dialing back? Why are we just staying and waiting for the inevitable that they're always saying it's here? It's going to happen. And, you know, the summer's going to be bad. Why are we going to just say, well, let's just throw caution to the wind. And when the summer comes, we'll shut down you know, maybe worse and shut down the country. It's crazy. Why are we stepping back now? Mm. It makes no sense. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you something that's been going on here is that our numbers were going down, 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 down. Right. And then all of it, but, but the concern started coming when the protests started happening. So this morning, like yesterday when we we spoke to, we, we speak to our elected officials every day. Um, we do, you know, as much fun and laughing as we can, and then we get the information out. Uh, so we spoke to our uh, county executive this morning, and I could hear it in his voice right away, like something mm-hmm. was up. Right, right, Raj? I mean, right Absolutely. away. I said, I'd, and to be honest with you, I thought something happened to him personally, you know? Right. And, uh, and I felt like he wasn't dodging it, but I just felt like something was up. And he's like, the, the numbers are starting to level off. And he said, and he had said, he goes last week. He goes, we're get, towards the middle of this week, the beginning to the middle of the week, we're going to start to see if those protests had any effect on infection. And I'm guessing by the way he was talking to us this morning that we're going to get a little bit of a spike. It's like it's it's coming. Yeah, it didn't sound uh, upbeat. And, and that that spike yeah. is going. That spike is going to slow our progress as far as the 
slow our progress as far as infection from COVID goes. Now, create right. progress. Create create progress for social justice is a different ball game. You know right. what's going well, on out there well, is, is is necessary, but it's well, going to make. Also, it I mean, most people, I agree. I mean, but again, that's just another another factor in the in the, in the whole scheme of things. Whether it's the second wave or whether it's not, whether it's because of the protesting. But remember now, I mean, a lot of people out there when they opened up twenty five now fifty percent. A lot of people aren't aren't adhering to that. They're running. These places are full in restaurants and parks and bars. I mean, people aren't adhering. So and did we expect people were going to? It's just so obvious what's happening here. I just can't understand why we're not dialing back. Isn't one I know you keep saying many? I, thanks yeah, just, yeah, yeah thanks. Just keep an eye on uh, how, how, how many of the and hospital beds life. are being used for uh, right. COVID, and then you'll know that maybe they're waiting for that number to get to a point where they're like, all right, now it's getting serious. Because what you're seeing now may not be filling the hospitals. They may be able to handle it. And if they can handle it, they're going to handle it and let everybody yeah. be free. But if it gets to that point, that. yeah, where they're going to swamp, get swamped, that's when everybody then says, all right, now we have to shut down. Otherwise, we're going to swamp the hospitals. That's uh, what they said the other day on the news. They were they said specifically that, um, you know, they have all these numbers coming in. And he's right about the, the age difference in the deaths. I know it was twenty, just over 2,700 uh, positive cases yesterday, as well as 55 deaths. And so they keep giving us all these numbers, but they keep saying, but our hospitals are handling it. They're not overwhelmed. There's extra beds. They're not worried about it. Right. And that was their main mm -hmm. scare yeah, that's always thing, the main, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And all the numbers are in perspective. You have to keep them in perspective to what's going on and, and what really is, is serious. You know, you said it was 58 deaths yesterday. And now they're You don't poo-poo them, but when, didn't we have like 1,600 a day? Like some ridiculous number know, at our peak. So you can understand with all the people in Florida that that number can be managed. You know how every year I get that one cold a year where I lose my voice? Yeah. That one of the, and I, and I go to the doctor for the magic shot. Yeah. And usually by the end of that day, I have my voice back. Yeah. One of the, one of the things in that magic shot is called dex, dexamethasone, mm -hmm. right? It's a steroid. It's a cheap steroid that they are now finding is working miracles Stop for people it. like who are already ventilated and stuff. Really? Like that. <laughs> yeah. After ventilators, uh, yeah, it's working. I sent the article to my doctor. I'm like, you, you had the cure the whole time. She started, she was just like, oh I, my yeah, God. it's crazy. What they don't know. Real quick, uh, Chuck on line two and then we'll break. What's up, Chuck? Hey, how you guys doing? Great show. Hey, thank hey, you. Just a, just a side note from these, uh, uh, from the other guys that we need to shut down again. The problem is there's two sides of that coin. We cannot shut down again. There are so many small business, mom and pop places that we cannot afford to do that. So there has to be some kind of compromise, whether that's, you know, you practice social distancing, wear your mask in public. But we have right. to provide. We have to produce for our families. We cannot count on the government to take care of us. It won't happen. It will not happen. We can't keep printing money. It won't work that way. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, there has to be, what do you want to call it, uh, survival of the fittest or whatever you want to call it. We have to keep working and moving forward. So we can't, every time this comes up, just shut everything down. It's right. not going to work. It's a tough balance. It no, it's a but you know balance. what, Chuck? It is a balancing act. And I agree with you 100%. It's a balancing act. And I'm I, not I, sure what the answer is. I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you shutting everything down is not the answer. And, no, and, and counting you, on the government to take care of everything is not the answer. But you also cannot have an overwhelmed hospital system. Right. You cannot. Absolutely. I totally agree. You, you, you cannot. So, like I said, so if, but if you're, if you're heading that way, you right. have no choice but to shut things down. Right. They'll let it go to a certain point, but at a certain point, they have to shut it down so you don't go to the no turning back point and no return where the hospitals are flooded and people with regular stuff can't even get in there and people with COVID can't get a bed. And then you have 
bodies in freezers. I'm not trying to be dramatic. I'm just saying that's what we had. And we shut it down and we didn't get to that point. We had like one or two hospitals overflow, but a lot of places only went to like 80, 85% capacity or something. So it's like you do have to balance because I'm in Florida now. Yeah. I'm in Sarasota now. That's where I live. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, they had different wards shut off in the ICU for just for COVID cases. And I know some uh, doctors and nurses in there and they had it all shut down. They just reopened one of the wards that has 10 beds just for COVID cases. They have a few Mm -hmm. in there. It's not terrible. Okay. It's not overwhelming or anything. Right. But there are well, feedback back in there. But I'm just, I'm just saying, there's got to be a balance because we just can't just Absolutely. turn it all 100%. off. Absolutely, hundred percent. Thanks. Keep going that way. Good job, Chuck. Thanks, man. Don't forget what the math guys say. If you don't shut it down at the right time, the numbers of the disease will shut it down for you. That's why at some point you have to do it. If it gets that serious, you're probably not near there yet. But that's the bottom line. If you just let it go then the disease will shut it down for you. That's what the math says. You, you also have to keep in mind, and, and what he said sounded good on paper and, and in theory, but yeah. pe- it's it's ultimately up to the people. It's ultimately up to us to wear masks and How social distance. And there are still, sadly, there are still people who are like, I'm not wearing my mask, America, and it's a hoax and whatever. <laughs> and those are the people that I see out, and that scare me. So yeah. it's not the business's fault. I don't want to blame it on the government. All it is is people using common sense. Please use common sense. All right. Welcome to the lunch crew. Good to have you guys here coming up around 15 minutes or so, maybe 20. We'll get to dead guy in the envelope where you try to solve who the dead celebrity is whose name is in the envelope to win the prize from the bone prize stash and a lot more. Roger and Shape gets the bone. Real Raw Radio. We'll be right back. It's Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.